Good morning, guys, and welcome to another episode of Costa Rica Real Estate and Investments with me, your host, Richard Beckson. Today, unfortunately, guys, it's just going to be me on the podcast. Uh, excuse the banging in the background. I'm just having some work done here outside my office. Um, again, I love construction. Uh, if anyone that knows me knows that. Uh, I love to build, develop here. Um, but I thought I'd just give everybody kind of just an idea of the of what I'm seeing out there in the industry, um, also where I think the opportunities are, and also some projects I'm working on, uh, if anybody wants to get involved on them, uh, in, in them as well. So uh, I thought good to do that just because, again, is, you know, I'm not too sure if everybody understands that this is the podcast kind of more my background. Um, I've been here in Costa Rica for 17 years. During those 17 years, you know, I ran Costa Rica's largest luxury travel company. Uh, we sold over $600 million in vacations. We're the number one travel company here in Costa Rica for both vacation rentals and luxury hotels. Um, we probably had, wow, I don't know how many, maybe 50,000 people travel a year, uh, 50,000 people travel throughout, our, you know, the time in the business, actually maybe even more than that. It's probably like 200,000. I've never counted, but anyway, that and being out in the market, I'm constantly traveling. I was in Guanacaste yesterday. I was in Uvita last week, the Dominical Southern Pacific zone. Um, this weekend I go to a Highland project that I'm working on just North of Uvita and Dominical up into the mountains where we're building, um, basically luxury A-frame cabinets there. So I see a lot of data points, guys, everything from where demand is going, which areas are starting to develop, which areas are require are, are really uh, getting like high ADR, average daily rates. So where I and also where there's opportunity and product that's not there, where there's demand from clients asking, um, and then also working to develop those projects uh, as well. So that that, that well, where that demand is, that there is actually a product supply there. So, you know, I use a, a lot of time just looking at those data points, as I said, doing analysis on certain areas of Costa Rica based on tourism data, vacation rentals, hotels, demand for areas, uh, and also online demand to go, okay, these are the areas where a pro this project could work and then this one. Uh, and then I also do kind of a minimal viable product to kind of test that. But anyway, we'll, I'll get more into some of those projects later. And if anyone's interested in, in learning more about them, you can reach out to me personally, uh, info at investingcostarica.com. That's info at investingcostarica.com. So just jumping in, uh, what's happening in the market currently is it's a pretty hot market, as you guys are aware. Uh, I'm starting to see more land sales than actually home and condo sales. Why? Well, because there's just not that much product on the market that's available at the moment. If you guys are aware, here in 06, 07, 08, we saw a huge build, you know, a lot of stuff being built here. Then because of the crash, you know, really anything wasn't built. Then probably 2017, 18 stuff started to get built, but it took, it was just a little bit slower. Uh, and recently that's really picked up. But like a project to really get kicked off takes a couple of years. So we're probably going to start to see a, some projects start to come online. I would probably say this year and towards the end of, uh, or towards the start of next year, uh, new condo projects, there's new condo projects in, in, in Hako uh, and more subdivisions of lands as those kind of those things kind of work themselves through the local municipality um, so again as i said i'm seeing a lot more land sales now than than, than anything else with regards to asking prices uh, you know a lot of people ask me about this typically in land uh, you know i'm seeing anywhere from 10 to 20 percent lower rates um, you know some land is you know overpriced in my opinion um, you know, difficult to get comps just because there isn't an MLS. Um, but usually I, you know, I usually give a big, big Excel of stuff that's sold. Um, also scraping websites as well for product that's sold uh, and also that price. 
um, to give us really an idea of land. But typically, I would say, you know, land is going to be sold five to 10% less than its asking price, maybe more, um, you know, and then I would say for, you know, homes, condos, you know, we're getting maybe 5% less, typically asking price at the moment, just because again, there's just not that much uh, supply out there at the moment. You know, I think the big question to ask anyone when you're buying something is how long has it been on the market? Because I think that's really going to give you an idea of, you know, flexibility. Um, Personally, I love, love the negotiation part of it, finding kind of a win-win situation for the seller and the buyer. Um, that's probably kind of, you know, my, my favorite part of it. So let's just talk about where I'm seeing some opportunity at the moment based on data points that I've seen, guys. Um, I still think Playa Grande, you know, a lot of that land is selling. Uh, there's a lot of building projects there. I know that there are two bits of land right there, literally 300 meters from the ocean. Um, they're about 1,200 square meters. They're asking... Um, you know, actually they have seller financing, meaning you can put 50% down and then the 50% is paid over five years at 5%. Um, and the price of that is anywhere from about 170 to $180,000, 300 meters from the beach, surrounded by national park. Uh, and again, you could build, you know, two homes, two residential units on that. Um, and just close an hour from Liberia airport, I still going on about Grande, um, actually looking, uh, I say looking, actively looking at the moment for the piece of land uh, that I'm going to be buying with a couple of business partners uh, over there in Grande and developing. So I still think that's a big one. Um, I think there's a huge opportunity in Aranel, guys, for a vacation rental. This is a project I'm actually about to kick off. So if anybody wants to hear more about it, let me know. Um, I've identified the land, or there are actually three bits of land uh, that I'm actually negotiating with the owners on at the moment. But there is an opportunity for vacation rentals there. Why do I say that? The hotels are getting high ADR, you know, some aspects $1,500 a night during peak season. But if you're a family that's looking for a two, three, four bedroom home there, that's kind of like has its own pool, that's a little bit more luxurious, it does not exist. Meaning it's only probably at the Springs Hotel, um, but there is huge opportunity there for returns. Aranau is beautiful, view of the volcano, hot springs, et cetera. Um, so that's a project I'm gonna be working on after I finish the current project that I'm working on, um, which is actually in San Gerardo de Dota. It's at 9,500 feet, just above Uvita Dominical, uh, about 50 kilometers north of that. Uh, it's at the birthplace of the Savegre River. Uh, actually working on putting a luxury A-frame um, chalets on that. Um, there. Uh, so one kind of two bedroom and then two one bedrooms on it. It's going to be kind of a bit of a smaller project, um, but it's predicting great returns there. I already put a minimal viable product on Airbnb, which I love to do uh, just to see if there was demand uh, at the price point that I'm asking. And there is. Um, so I think if anybody wants to get involved in that, I believe I only have like two spaces available uh, on that one. Uh, so just let me know. Uh, I'm more than happy to kind of share any details with that for you. Um, also think there's an opportunity in larger bits of land, guys, around kind of the um, Playa Avianas, Negra area, buying something along public road and subdividing it and then also selling it. I like those areas because it has municipal water. I wouldn't suggest subdividing anything that's not on public road um, just because it's agricultural. Then you've got to get the water in, water meters. Uh, and I don't suggest that anybody buys anything without, uh, of course, a water uh, letter. So uh, I think that's a good one. Also, there is huge demand, guys, from what I'm seeing from some of the AirDNA and also Airbnb reports uh, and also Skift as well for like luxury tree homes, yurts, tiny homes. 
huge demand for long-term rentals here. I don't think anyone is filling that. Uh, I think that there is a, again, the idea of building tiny homes for more long-term rentals. And I mean tiny homes, I'm not talking tiny, tiny, but I'm talking like 50 square meters, you know, 600 square feet, one bedroom places, you know, that costs about $50,000, you know, to build. Uh, and you can rent them out for $1,500, $2,000 a month, uh, you know, in the right location. So uh, again, could have great returns there, guys, excess of 15, 20%. Um, returns on some of these properties there. But I thought it good for me to just kind of just get some of that information out there, guys, too, of kind of what I'm seeing. You know, areas that are still incredibly hot, Nosada and Santa Teresa. Uh, I'm a little bit kind of scared that a construction moratorium, while they do an analysis of the water, potentially might happen there. Um, so just, you know, uh, I, a lot of stuff is flowing over into the Cabuya area, Montezuma of the hills between, you know, Santa Teresa and Malpais, uh, actually working on a project out there for a, a retreat at the moment. Um, Uvita Dominical, Ojachao is great for families. I'm seeing huge demand down there for land, uh, actually working with some clients to actually find them uh, their forever, ever home. So that should be pretty interesting at the moment. Uh, we go out next Monday. I was there last week looking at the land. So we've got them great options. Uh, and I think they'll be able to pull the tri trigger on that one. Um, and in the northern Guanacaste area, guys, of course, the Flamingo area uh, is, you know, doing, you know, is going gangbusters. There's still some opportunity in the hills uh, up around Flamingo, just because the, uh, the marina is coming online uh, early 2022 there. So early 2022, we're going to see the marina coming online in Flamingo. Uh, and I think that's going to push a lot of the demand to that area. Um, even a lot of the boat owners in Los Sueños were asking me about actual slips and kind of what's going on there and how much the condos are around there. So again, usually with fishermen bring boats, which brings money, um, you know, which brings again development with it as well. Uh, and then also just south, as I mentioned there, Negra, Grande, I think, Avianas, uh, all these areas, I think, are, are still, you know, they're developing very nicely. Um, land is actually, you know, increasing uh, quite substantially uh, in those areas. So anyway, I thought I just wanted to give you guys kind of just an idea of kind of just what's going on, what I'm seeing out there. Uh, there are other areas of Costa Rica, of course, Atenas, Naranjo, in the Central Valley, which are developing very nicely. There's a beautiful project called Oramonte. Uh, in Naranjo, uh, which is offering three-bedroom homes at like about three hundred thousand um, dollars. You know, for a lot of people that are looking for more of a highland living, kind of close to the city, not too far away. Um, but yeah, again, uh, it, it really depends on what it is that you're looking for, and I think that that's important. You know, you need to. When I work with people, it's kind of like really understanding of what are they trying to do. You know, is this a pure investment? Is this a lifestyle investment? What percentage of is it the lifestyle? Meaning they're looking to retire and live down here, spend a couple of months down the year, et cetera. Because I think if that's it, you know, it's a bit different than just an investment. Investment, you're just hunting returns, you know, and we'll use the data points to really define where that could be. If it's more of a lifestyle investment, then you really need to kind of find your tribe. Um, I say tribe, like the area where you want to be at, because there's no point in investing somewhere or building something in an area that you never want to go to you know, when the original idea was to spend some time down here in Costa Rica. But anyway, just wanted to give everybody kind of a bit of a summary there of kind of what's going on. Uh, we've got some interesting podcasts coming this week. We're going to be speaking to Shannon of Pura Villas down there in Dominical. We'll be talking to her about maximizing vacation rentals and also what's happening in her area. Uh, we'll also be talking with Daniel Loria from Avicenia about master planning a project as well for anyone that's looking to do kind of more, um, you know, multiple, multiple, I suppose, units on a project. 
um, you know, and how, you know, what master planning is and how it can be useful on that front. So um, some really interesting stuff. And then I think next week, I'm also speaking to Michelle. She's a uh, architect in the Nosada area. Um, so we get a kind of an idea of what's going on there in the Nosada area as well there. So if anybody wants to get in contact with me, guys, remember you can info at investingcostarica.com. That's info at investingcostarica.com. Remember to give us reviews, please, guys. Uh, it helps other people kind of... Um, you know, get to, I mean, I suppose, listen to this podcast. Uh, it's been insane. We've had over 40,000 uh, downloads now uh, across YouTube, Spotify, Apple, um, and Google Podcasts as well. So appreciate everyone's support there. Um, and yeah, I will uh, be seeing you very, very soon on, on another podcast, guys. Have a great day. Bye.